Hello, everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, a podcast dedicated to watching trashy TV without shame or judgment. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. Yay! Yay! We're still in quarantine. Still in quarantine. Um, I haven't left the vicinity of my house since March 15th. And what day is it? It's April 24th now. Uh Um, And I am losing my mind, but that's okay. Yeah, um, I have a countdown app now that I have counting up to show how many days I've been inside. Nice. I have been inside 49 days, 18 hours, 37 minutes, and 52 seconds. (laughs) And there's no end in sight. Never. (laughs) Never ending. This is where we are now. That's fine. You know what? I guess it is very frustrating, and I am extremely stir-crazy, but it could be worse. Mm -hmm. At least... There's Netflix, there's Hulu, there's Animal Crossing, yes. there's so much stuff to do now. So Phone I mean, games, I, Phone books. games, all kinds of stuff. So, but I still, I, I miss going to Target. And oh, like God. Browsing? Interac- yes, and interacting with human beings other than mm-hmm. my husband. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, most of the time I don't really like to interact with people outside of the house, but I probably will in the future once yes. i'm assured that they're clean i think that yeah i think that this this has changed me maybe i'll become an extrovert now haha <laughs> yeah no no no, no it's no. not i'm just gonna be so. like look i can do my job from home please just let me work from home exactly it's just not having the option that's really been messing with me this week like yes i just want to be able to go to petco to buy my dog food instead of ordering it online right i know yeah, it's that's the worst part is like you you have no option but to stay at home and do nothing. Like when you have responsibilities outside the house, it's nothing sounds better than staying home and doing nothing. But then mm-hmm. when there's literally you can't do anything else, it's like the worst possible thing. Yeah, like I just miss like walking around home goods. Oh, like, yes. Touching some pillows. Oh, yeah. Just feel all those blankets and pillows. Pick up some tchotchkes and decide not to buy them. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and now, now I'm it's... afraid to touch anything, even in exactly. my own house, even though I know that it's clean. Like, no one's touched this coaster in a while, but I'm still like, oh, I should wash my hands. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's Yes. The, the anxiety is real. Yeah. Lord. So, Jillian, what have you been watching this week to take your mind off of things? What, what's What's been going on in your life? I've been watching um, a lot of true crime. We were talking about this before we started yeah. recording. That Me too. True crime. I'm doing, you know, like the Dateline podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm always watching Datelines. Or we, we went to uh, Dateline Secrets Uncovered, which is like the Datelines with the follow-ups. Oh, Which cool. is cool. Um, but some of them are so annoying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, uh, there's a lot, there's a lot of true crime out there and a lot of it is really bad, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's still interesting to watch, I think. Yeah. Even the really bad ones. Yeah. Other than that, I've just been watching TikTok and then the show we are going to talk about today. But I did discover that Ryan Bergara is now on TikTok. Oh, that is great news. I haven't been on TikTok like at all this week. I don't know what I've been doing. Um, but I now I'm going to go on. Like I either am on TikTok all day, mm-hmm. every day, or I just like don't watch it for a couple days. I take a break, but I really... I need to get on there. Well, I've curated a, a solid list of things that you've missed over the past that's, week for that's you. That's all I could ask for. I, <laughs> you're such a supportive friend, Jillian. What would I do without you? Not have funny dog videos, for one thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, what's the point of life without funny dog videos? Preach. That's the only thing getting me through. Me too. What have you been watching? 
Uh, I too have been watching a lot of true crime, which we talked about. Uh, I've also continued my rewatch of Teen Mom 2 from last week, so that's been fun. And I've went back and watched some of the 16 and Pregnant episodes, which have been depressing, um, as you can imagine. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, we have both watched Too Hot to Handle, which is Too Netflix. Hot to Handle. To Handle, which is Netflix's newest dating reality TV show competition. And I think that we both probably have quite a lot of thoughts and feelings about this show. I know I do. So many. Uh, I just stopped taking notes halfway through because I just was taking too many notes. I think I ended up with like five pages for like the first three episodes. Yeah, I took a lot of notes too. Um, and a lot of them a lot of them are just like angry. Uh-huh. I tried to like make a list of everyone. So yeah, I saw that. I appreciate that. Maybe we can start with that so we can put our feelings in order. <laughs> so let's first start and like explain the show real quick. Like the explain premise of the show, I guess, is that it takes these really like hot sexy singles who are like mostly really into like hooking up and sex and can't have decent relationships because they're so focused on the physical aspect of the relationship and so they go on this retreat and i don't think they knew coming in what the retreat was going to be like yeah i think they were thought they were auditioning for like a big brother type show right um so they get there and 12 hours after they all get there and meet it is told that they cannot have any type of sexual encounters with anyone in the house and if they do they lose money from their pot of prize money which is a hundred thousand dollars to start with and there is an alexa like computer thing (laughs) called lana Lana, uh, and it's listening to them and watching what they do it's truly ridiculous and they threw some curveballs in there they kept it spicy they did which We'll oh, get into that in a minute, yeah. but let's talk about the the uh, let's, characters, yeah, shall let's we? Let's start with our people, because I'm sure we're going to have a lot of feelings about all yes. of them. Yes. So the first one out of the gate was Chloe from Essex. I I think Chloe was one of my favorites. She, I loved her, but I was just like, baby, you're okay. You don't need to keep saying you're stupid. I know. I felt so bad for her. There was even one when like one of the new castmates came in and she was like, okay, please, nobody tell the new guy that I'm stupid. And I was like, that's so funny, but you're not. It's like, it's... Everyone uh, here is at the same level right now. Well, and everyone, I'm sure, is trashed. Yes. Yes. 100%. Uh, but I really liked her. I thought she was really funny and she was she seemed really sweet and I liked her a lot. She was like one of the only characters that I could tolerate on this mm-hmm. show, honestly. Yeah. No, I liked her too. Um... She really grew on me. I thought I wasn't going to like her because... Me too. You know, she was the first out of the gate. Kind of was just like, oh, ugh. Yeah. But, no, it was great. Yes. Um, next, we have Sharon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who I started out liking a lot, but ended up disliking a yeah, lot. I, I kind of wavered a lot on him throughout. Like, I started liking him, and he seemed really cool. But then he would say something, and it's like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I kind of went back and forth with him. I mean, just as quotes from the first episode, he said he was a feminist, and then he said that he went to school for women and gender studies, so it's a blueprint to pick up women. Oh, Lord. And the thing he was most proud of is his penis, and he has a picture where he measures it next to an air freshener can. I mean, first of all, what? uh, there's just so much to unpack here, but what is the air freshener can? Like, it doesn't even, I don't I think maybe because of the width. I think that was the intimation oh, Lord. there, was that it was, like, a full, like, Lysol can, a 
mean. Yikes. And to think that he brought those little white swim trunks to walk around. Yeah, really. He's brave. So brave. They were also brave wearing those tight pants. Yes. I, I have many notes about the wardrobe choices on this show and how I think it was like a rule that every outfit that one of the women wore had to have boob cutouts and uh-huh. every single one of them or the bikini had to show under boob uh-huh. every single time. Yeah, they're like had to be under boob or it had to be loose enough that you could lose a boob. Exactly. Or yeah. both. Or both. Probably yeah. both. Just yeah. go for it. flying everywhere. Let them loose. <laughs> Our next person is Haley from Florida. And I did just write, she was wearing those like crazy hippie 70s pants that were like slightly see-through. And I was just like, what are her pants? Why are these happening? I, you, that, uh, I'm speechless about them. Like yeah. she fully trumped Chloe for me on Dits Factor when oh, she, she did the tattoo thing. One of her quotes from the first episode is, Harry is from Australia, which I have no idea where that even is. <laughs> Oh my god, it killed me. That was so much. She, I could not stand her. She's I one of hated my her. least favorites. Like, she clearly just, like, loves the drama and likes to start shit. And mm-hmm. I'm just not, I don't have the time for that. Yeah, she was, She. yeah, it seemed like she was there initially in good faith. And then, like, the second that something happened that she didn't like, she immediately switched to, like, well, if I can't play with it, you can't play with it either. Sabotage! Yeah, which was crazy. Mm-hmm. And I love that her story was like, oh, I go to a lot of frat parties. Sigma, Sigma, Delta, Psi, Omega. Sorry, I don't know if that's... <laughs> I don't know anything about but, that. And she was just like nonchalantly telling that like a girl fell off the roof and broke her neck while she was there at the party. And she was just like, you know, haha, fun, crazy times. It happens sometimes. Oh my gosh. I was like, oh no, you're a sociopath. Yes. So the next is David, who's from the UK. I started out just from his interview and just from like looking at him, I was like, I'm going to hate this guy. Mm -hmm. I didn't end up hating him as much. Like I thought he was okay. He didn't really, he was fine. Yeah, um, I think the first episode felt a lot like he was putting up a front to be, like, this cool British dude, and then he was actually nice yeah, on the inside. he seemed like a nice guy, so I didn't have too many problems with him, but he also, I feel like, wasn't super focused on, maybe because he was a nice guy, and this, there's, yeah. you know, I feel Everyone's like this... kind of a trash person on this show. <laughs> yes, one of my complaints about this show is that we got to, like, they focus so much on just a few of the people, and... Mm-hmm. I, most of the people that they focused on were like some of my least favorite people on the show mm-hmm. and that was frustrating because towards the end I felt like I didn't know some of the people in the, like some of the cast members we didn't hear from like at all except for to mm-hmm. hear them react to fucking Other Harry and Francesca which brings us just to <laughs> Harry who's from so, um, Queensland Australia Australia we don't even know where that we is we don't know where that is um, and Harry is like my least favorite type of person. Uh-huh. And... A hundred percent. Like, just looking at him, I was like, I'm gonna fucking hate this dude. Just uh-huh. the way he looks, the way he carries himself. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Holy shit. The thing that first got me, like, apart from all of his other trash in the interview, was that he said, what's up, you naughty little possum? And, like, you cannot ruin possums for me. No. That's not okay. Also, why are you thinking possums are sexy? Yeah, that's that is questionable for sure. 
Like, I can kind of get people who think, like, cats are sexy, even though that's still gross, but, like, a possum cute, but possums are just, like, they lay down and scream at you. Yeah, they're screaming potatoes. Which, me. Yes. yes. <laughs> me right now. I can relate. Can relate. <laughs> yeah, I could not stand Harry. He was one of my least favorite people on the show, and he was one of the ones that they focused on so much, and I was mm-hmm. just... I could not, by the end of episode eight, I was so happy that I would never have to fucking look at his little face again. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And same with Francesca, who was yes. our next person. Oh, my God. Just, she's like the worst of the, like, stereotype of Instagram influencer. Yes. She's the Kim Kardashian wannabe, like, mm-hmm. and she thinks that she is hot shit. And, and smart. That, and, and smart. And that, like, her, it, what drove me the most crazy about her and Francesca? Francesca and Harry is that they kept repeatedly breaking the rules and then they would get mad at the other people for being frustrated with it when they are literally losing them money and Francesca was like it's $32,000 that's not that much like I it's worth the $32,000 to have sex with Harry and it's like that is the most elitist thing I've ever Mm -hmm. heard in my life yeah um I went down a rabbit hole I think probably like a year ago of how much money you can make on Instagram as an influencer uh-huh and so like people who have like a million followers can make like 200 grand a post yeah it's a post insane how much money you can make on Instagram like she it must is be loaded yes yeah which is just crazy <sighs> yeah she got she I hated her yeah. She was so much. She drove me fucking nuts. She um, just was so, like, mean to everybody. Played with everybody's, like, emotions. It's like... Yes. I don't know. I don't know. She's the worst. Yeah. Her and Harry are the worst. And, of course, they, you know, are into each other. It makes sense. They deserve well, each other. Yeah, that's good. They don't want to put that on anybody else. Exactly. <laughs> don't need to expose anybody else to that. So, our next one is our religious experience. Jesus from Colorado, <laughs> a.k.a. Matthew. I hated him from the moment he stepped on to he the was, show. He just seemed very, like, sanctimonious. And oh, I, just, I don't. Oh, I just, like, I clocked him. Because, like, the second he came on the screen, I was like, oh, no. He's from Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's not going to look good. <laughs> Because, like, I grew up in Colorado, and I knew all of these exact Matthew Jesuses mm-hmm. that are just like, oh, you know, I once read a Bob Marley biography, and that means I need to spread my seed. And you're like, no, you are a white man. You're the colonizer. Oh, never mind. And then they go to, like, they're just like, oh, it's another to sit and I think about deep things. And you're like, yeah, your deep things are basically tin guy. Like, what do they do with the center of Cheerios? Wow. Um, I have to admit, I took a um, BuzzFeed quiz on what cast member you're most like, and I got Matthew, so sorry. Hell yeah. That's Um, okay. I mean, I guess it could be worse. Like, he was really fucking annoying, but he's not the worst one in the house. I know. At least you didn't come up Francesca. Yes, exactly. Uh, I would literally have had to, like, really reevaluate all of my life choices if I got Francesca. I would have had to take the test again. I'm going to have to take that test, though. I'll send it to you. Hell yeah. Um, But, yeah, he... On paper, Matthew, theoretically, sounds like a good dude. Mm -hmm. Just a stoner, sitting and chilling, just being a dude. (laughs) But really, he's a trash man. Yeah, trash man. And he got, like, so 
predictable trashy of just he was fine he's like oh i'm such a deep thinker whatever la la and then he just goes straight into like really sexist bullshit mm-hmm. classic men what can mm-hmm. we say what they can just can't do? they can't hold back can they nope <laughs> all right so the next person is Rhonda, who is from georgia I really liked Rhonda a I lot. I loved Rhonda. She seemed to really have a really good head on her shoulders, and she seemed to take this all very seriously from the beginning and mm-hmm. really want to come out with a strong connection with somebody. Um, so, yeah, I really liked Rhonda. She was another one of my favorites. Yeah, I loved her. Um, her interview on the first episode, I was a little lukewarm on her because she's like, mm-hmm. I rate myself a 10 out of 10. But then I'm like, oh, okay, that's all right. I mean, that's fine. Everyone else will rate you a 10 out of 10 too, girl. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> if you got it, go for it. But yeah, she seemed really, I liked her a lot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so next one is Nicole from Ireland. I loved uh, her little accent. I loved I loved hearing her say feck. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was so good. Oh, man. But she was another one, like, I really didn't feel like we got to know her, like, at all. Mm-hmm. Like, she was only ever reacting to what everybody else was doing. It was never about her and about her relationship mm-hmm. issues and who she was forming connections with in the house. So I just didn't really feel a lot of connection to her. Yeah. I think I generally liked her. And yeah. I generally liked her because I think she took stuff seriously. Because, like, Agreed. you know, she would only occasionally get dragged into the drama. Right. But would mostly just be, like, participating in the shibari and the whatever else they were doing. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, I definitely, like, saying all those things, that's actually, a, like, a good character thing. If I'm going out of the show and I'm like, yeah, it didn't really leave an impression on me. That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God. Um, uh, I like the... Uh, I don't know. I just liked her. She was yeah. Fine. She was. She was. She was, good. she was good. Okay, and then finally, of the new of the first bunch, we have Kells from London. I loved him. I liked him too. I I think he got. I felt bad for him because he got kind of sucked into Francesca, just wanting to be uh-huh. mean to Harry, and then he caught feelings, and he was like pretty upset the whole rest of the time. But yeah, I liked him. I loved how, and you wrote this in your note, but he, in his little interview, he was talking about how he has a lion tattoo, and he got the lion tattoo because he's an alpha male, and then he says, and also The Lion King is my favorite movie. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Oh, God, he was so cute. Like, I understand him (laughs) as well, in the same way I understand Matthew, that I know this man is just, like, putting up his hard front, and he's like, Mm -hmm. but really... I could just hang out with Simone and Pumbaa all day. Yeah, for real. I love it. Lion King is my favorite Disney movie, so I feel that completely. That's fair. I've never really thought about what my favorite Disney movie is. Yeah, I'm not like a, like, I like Disney. I'm not like a huge Disney person, but I've always loved. Oh, you're, you're Lion wearing King. your Mi- Mickey Mouse ears right oh, now. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Um, no. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I liked Kells. Mm-hmm. I followed him on Instagram. He's just very cute and just... He is. He's really cute. I just love him. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. a deer. Okay, <sighs> so those are all the people that the show started out with. And mm-hmm. I want to talk about a little bit... So this show really reminded me a lot of The Circle um, in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Because one, it in- involved the Alexa-Lana thing. And The Circle was kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. And also... This show, I feel like, like The Circle, felt very experimental. Like, they had really no Mm -hmm. idea what they were doing. And I feel like they 
kept adding people and adding twists and it just it never really seemed like an organized process to me like they were just kind Mm -hmm. of throw it just I never really got the point of it all like what was supposed to be the end goal like I understand it was to like form real realistic relationships without you know incorporating the physical aspect but I don't I just don't I don't know I think the thing that made me feel the most that way was that there was the prize money but we had no idea like who or how a winner was going to be picked exactly and I think that they didn't know and so they were like let's just see how it goes and yeah. I, I just don't really care for that. I also yeah. didn't really like, like, so we were told at the beginning that the prize is $100,000 and for every infraction they would get money deducted and whatever. I guess they didn't really ever introduce the fact that the money might not go to everyone until like the very last episode. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that was never yeah. even talked about. And I I don't know. It's like, what's the point of that? all that speculation and all that stuff if it's just gonna end up going to everyone in the end i don't yeah know. maybe they just added that in because, yeah it just, i mean that's like, what it felt like all the way up until then like kells and matthew were like the accountants and they were right. like keeping track of the money because they didn't want to lose everyone money so i was always under the the assumption that the money goes to everyone and i just mm-hmm. think it was really weird and like they just wanted to add something extra drama at the end that Mm -hmm. they were introduced the fact that oh maybe it's not going to everyone i don't know it just kind of annoyed me and i feel like that just took away from the whole point of the thing Mm -hmm. you know yeah also why wasn't there any type of reunion or anything i even like googled it to see if it's coming on and there's nothing like there's no reunion it's like what how are we supposed to know that this experiment helps them at all if we're not going to touch base with them after it's over like what the fuck was was on instagram looking at all of them because i was like are they with each other like no idea probably had like a disclosure that they couldn't say anything until after i was trying to see because the two couples that really came out of this were harry and francesca and sharon and Rhonda were the two Mm -hmm. that like really like implied that they were wanting a serious relationship and i tried to look up both and it seemed like there were clues that both of them were still together, but they weren't allowed to say anything. And so, I yeah, it was really hard to find any information on, like, their lives after the show. And that, to me, is a really big problem because this whole thing was an experiment to see if they could change how their relationships were formed. And what's the point in an experiment if you're not going to get the fucking results? Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, it says they are not together. They haven't seen each other since filming the show. Who, which ones? Sharon and Rhonda. Okay. Francesca and Harry are still going strong. Of course. Uh, well, strong. like I said, they deserve each other, so that's <laughs> At least fine. they're not dating other people. Ex- exactly. <sighs> um, yeah. And yeah, and, and like the circle, they added some people. Let's see, I have, let me know. Okay, episode three, they had Bryce come in. Fuck. Bryce cracked me up. He was, I started out really hating him. Uh-huh. And I still like, he. I, he's not the type of person I would like, but I did enjoy watching him on the show a lot. More yeah, than he I was just the right level of like, didn't care about the process, but still wasn't ruining it for everyone else. Like right. he was just like, he was like the gym character. Where yeah, exactly. Just look at the camera. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, and that was in episode three. And so I feel like that was, there was still five episodes left. So mm-hmm. there was enough time to kind of get to know him. So I didn't, I was annoyed 
but not super annoyed because I was really annoyed in the circle when they kept introducing new people and then we wouldn't get to know them at all and they'd been immediately kicked off. But then in episode six, they added three new people. So episode six of eight, they added Mm -hmm. three new people. They added Corey, Lydia, and Madison. And I don't know anything about any of those three people. Um, I think that happened because they had Haley Bale and Matthew Bale. Yeah. And so I think they were like, shit, we only have like five people here. Yeah, maybe, but I guess, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Haley, it seemed like she got, she got kicked out or supposedly because (laughs) her and Francesca decided to kiss and lose money for everyone. And then like, for some reason thought that they weren't going to be like outed as the people who did it. Like, what the fuck? And then and then she was just like a complete bitch about the whole thing and like actively did not want people to like be making relationships and making money and so they were just like, Yeah, you can leave which I was so glad that they kicked her off. God, yeah. But then Matthew quit and I don't really understand like why did he, he just, quit? He he felt that he was already beyond this plane. <laughs> so he couldn't just like chill out for a couple more weeks and win some money? Apparently not. Okay. Well, whatever. (laughs) But yeah, it just drove me crazy that they added people in in the sixth episode. And then I just feel like I didn't get to know any of those people. And none of those people got to really get the same experience because they Mm -hmm. came in already on established relationships and people kind of having things with other people. So I just don't think that that is fair. Mm -hmm. And I just don't think it was it added anything to the show except confusion. Yeah. Yeah, I think they could have put in, like, one new girl or something to, like, test the relationships, but... Three people at once. And none of them were any good. (laughs) Like, none of them were that interesting. I think this would have been a much better show if they had had eliminations every week, like Big Brother. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, who hasn't grown, who hasn't formed real connections, who has lost the most money, who this, this, and that, like... yes. I think that would make it much better because I know they probably didn't want to make it super competitive, but with having the money aspect anyway, like it's already going to be a little competitive right. and then right. just dating in general is competitive. I exactly. Guess. Yeah, it, it is. Um, especially when you're all in one house and like multiple people, you know, are into the same person. Um, I agree. There should have been some type of elimination. I just felt like there was no real like structure of things. Like they had workshops Mm-hmm. which I enjoyed watching the workshops. I thought that they were kind of fun. But at the same time, like, they're just it just didn't really seem like there was much of a point to it. It and kind it, of felt like... Did you watch Fleabag? I have not watched Fleabag. Okay, well, there's this retreat in Fleabag that they go to where the women are in silence the whole time and the men get to go and, like, yell at sex dolls dressed up as people, as women that they resent and stuff. And that felt like this show <laughs> took that idea that was a joke and just was like, you know what? It's true. Let's just do it. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're like, you know, smash up your posters or talk to your yoni. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was so much. That was a lot. Um, one of the things that I really did like, well, there was a couple things that I liked about the show. I really liked that they had contestants like from all over the world and it wasn't just mm-hmm. like American contestants. I just thought that that was cool and it just diversified things a little bit. Although. But I think that might be one of the things that made them all not have future relationships. That's true. That's true. It's like, like, what are they supposed to do? 
That's the thing that apparently Rhonda and Sharon said in one of their interviews that they gave is just because she lives in Atlanta and he lives in New Jersey and they can't move to the other place. Yeah, well, she's a kid, so she definitely can't move. Yeah, yeah, exactly. um, that that is true. I just liked it from the perspective of mm-hmm. watching it because it was interesting. Um, oh, and yeah. I also another thing I really liked was the really funny commentary, like the mm-hmm. the woman who was like narrating everything. I forget. I saw her I name somewhere. I looked up her name, Desiree Birch. Ooh, I like that name. Um, yeah, I love her name. And also, she is cool. She says that she wants to host uh, different sexualities in the next season. I was actually going to bring that up. Um, and that I wish that they would have, I don't know, talked about that a little bit. And like, while I appreciated having fr- contestants from all over the world, it wasn't like super diverse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. I mean, for a first batch of a yeah. show that's never been done before, like, they did pretty good. At I getting, thought so, like, too. I think that that's something where they could improve, and they prob- I'm glad to hear that they are looking that way. But mm-hmm. I thought it was really funny. Like, her narration was really funny. So I laughed funny. out loud multiple times. That was, like, my favorite oh, yeah. part of the whole show, was listening to Like, when to Haley her. and Francesca were expecting to get away with it, and she's like, you're great acting, great <laughs> acting skills, good actors. Just, yes. no one would know. And then they just leave in the middle, like, they're not... My gosh, she's she, it was it was really funny. That was I if it weren't for that narration, I don't know if I would have been able to make it through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I like this new trend of having just a lady comedian voiceover for these because it was the same thing in the circle. Yes, because I mean one of the things I didn't like about uh, Love Is Blind, I don't care about you, Nick Lachey. I'm sorry. He's from Cincinnati though, Jillian. How could you say that? He could do the voiceovers. That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really I, I really appreciated that, too. Mm-hmm. And I was also how it was in um, 100 People. Remember, we were talking about that. Yeah. They had the same kind of narration, which was really funny. It's like the planet Earthing of Yeah, I'm here for it. Shows. Um, I was also going to say, I think that the virtual like guides, like the Lana and the Circle, the those reality shows, I can't wait until like in the future. Those are going to look, we're gonna, they're going to look so dated. You're going to be like, oh, oh yeah. that's so 2020. That's, I cannot like, wait. Look how big their voice assistant is. Exactly. It's going to be amazing. I cannot wait for that. Yeah. We'll come back to it in 20 years and yes. be like, what the fuck? Um. So another thing I wanted to talk about is in episode four, they introduced this idea of watches. So they each got a watch. And if they were like talking to somebody and they connected, the watch would light up green and they could kiss and would not be charged for it. Mm-hmm. I I liked that, I think, because... I did too. I it gave them more like immediate feedback. Exactly. I gave them feedback. And then also, I think... One of the things I was concerned about is, like, with the relationship, obviously the physical connection, the sex, all that stuff should not be, like, the priority, the first thing. But, like, the physical connection is important. And so I'm Mm -hmm. glad that they allowed them to express it at least a little bit if they made that connection. I thought that that Mm -hmm. that was one of the things that I liked best about the show. I thought that that was a really good addition yeah, it was like clicker training. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, you, you made progress. You said something that actually was your emotions and what you wanted and felt. Okay, now you get, you get a, a little kibble. <laughs> <laughs> Which, holy shit. Okay. I have to talk about Francesca and Harry in the very first episode. Okay. I'm ready when to talk about this, he, I think. When he just threw her under that bus and was like, 
oh, she made the move on me. And it's like, we have video evidence of you being like, just kiss me, just kiss me, just kiss me, just do it. Yeah, that's my thing with these people is they kept like lying about the things that they did. Did they not know that they're being fucking filmed? Right? Like literally anyone can go back and watch that it was not Francesca. It was you. So you just are seeming like an asshole. And once again, putting your own self in front of before everybody else and not cute. That's a big Slytherin move. Yes, (laughs) it is. I'm a Slytherin. So whoops, but I wouldn't do that. That's why you're Matthew. You're the Matthew Slytherin. Oh, I mean, I guess compared to the Harry (laughs) Slytherin, I'll take it. So (laughs) yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, Harry was just so misogynistic and shitty the Mm -hmm. entire time. Mm -hmm. And Francesca, like, girl, you have this, like, huge ego, but then you have no self-esteem. And I don't know how that works. Like, don't get back with him. Go hang out with Kells, a perfectly nice dude. Oh, my gosh. Kells. Also, like, and this is just personal preference, but, like, I do not find Harry attractive at all. (laughs) Like, I think he's so goofy looking. And, mm-hmm. like, so basic white boy looking, which is, like, not my thing. Kells is so much more attractive than Harry. Even at oh, one yeah. point, Harry was talking. She was, like, when Kells and Francesca were, like, hanging out. And Carrie was, like, I don't know why she would go with somebody who's so much less attractive than me. And I'm, like, have you? are you looking at the same person, honey? He's just racist. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's, that's the bottom it. line. Yeah, because Kells is categorically a beautiful man. He is. Anyway, I hate Harry. Fuck Harry. Um, I did like their pricing system. Hilariously. Yes. Like I thought it was I thought it was gonna be like, oh haha, they can steal kisses and it'll be like, you know, five hundred bucks. So it's like three grand three thousand dollars for a kiss. Ugh. Perfect. They actually got that part right. Yeah, I like I liked that they really did like really punish them when they got charged thirty two thousand dollars for Harry and Francesca's night in the Ugh, suite or whatever. Suite, which was dumb. What's the point? They're literally, like, they sleep together anyway. Like, they they share beds anyway. It just feels like it's setting them up for failure. Exactly. It's, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, this is a minor point for the whole show. Um, I talked about this to you as I looked it up. Holy shit, this resort that they are at is on a private peninsula, and to go there, one room is $2,300 a night. No. Yeah, you... I mean, it was an incredible place, but, like, what the fuck? Where were they? Um, in Mexico, it's called, like, uh, Playa Narit. Or okay. Playa Marit or okay, I figured it was somewhere in Mexico around there. It looked like mm. Mexico. But um, I did learn, um, this show made me learn the word palapa, which I did not know. Right? So that's cool. <laughs> the first cool. time she said it, I was just like, palapa? I was like, what kind? I, 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 the first time I heard her, I was like, I must have misheard. Because that mm-hmm. was not a word that computed with me. And, mm-hmm. but yeah, palapa is like the, it's like the covered area. It's like a step up from a cabana. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I mean, I appreciate learning new vocabulary. So that was good. I know. Yeah, now we're gonna put that in our next novels. Exactly. Um, fuck, I fucking hate Harry. Yeah, because he was just ugh, top bants. Ugh. Yeah, and my thing with this show is like it was it was basically like the Harry and Francesca show the whole time. Like mm-hmm. Sharon and Rhonda got some 
airtime because but then everyone else like they didn't really get that much unless they were reacting to how much of a dick harry and francesca were being Mm -hmm. it was kind of the same as um love is blind where all those people at the beginning that we saw and like knew then just were never seen disappeared the shabari session was a lot for me yes it was i wondered like what i just i have notes about that because i was like in the first or second episode i think the second Uh episode maybe yeah anyway i just didn't really it seemed like i don't really understand what that had to do with the goal of the show like it kind of feels like it should have been later too like they should have done the like individual man workshop individual lady workshop maybe like an everybody workshop and then a shibari workshop yeah it was weird that they like just came out the back the like they just came out with that one it was weird but Mm -hmm. i did i thought that the individual workshops were really good but i didn't really mm-hmm. i didn't really get this one and i didn't really understand like how this was supposed to help them mm-hmm. form relationships yeah like i get kind of what they're trying to do like it was just like doing trust falls or whatever like you are bequeathing trust to people but they've had no reason to trust them they yeah. literally just met yeah so it feels like it should have been way later i agree i agree after they did some actual trust falls right can you imagine Harry would have let everyone fucking fall? Oh, you know it. Fall. You know it. Harry and Haley would have been standing there. Oops. Oh, whoops. It's interesting that Corey, or sorry, that Francesca and Harry are still together because I really did not have a lot of faith in that. They were like talking about planning a wedding and stuff. And it's like, and you guys have to only. Each other's countries. It was just like, that's a lot to be talking about when you guys have only known each other for a couple weeks. Maybe they're angling to get on 90 Day Fiance. Uh, oh, I, uh, I'm trying to decide if I want that or not. <laughs> I don't think I do. <laughs> I don't really think I do either. It would be, I'm sure it would be entertaining, but it would probably infuriate me more than anything. TLC, we expect royalties if you do. Yes, as it was our idea, you're welcome. <laughs> the crossover episode. <laughs> <laughs> we did not know we needed. Oh, God. Um... I don't know. It was just, like, such a ridiculous show. It was. And I enjoyed it a lot, but also stopped in the middle and didn't enjoy it as much. This, it it was kind of, parts of it I enjoyed, but I could only watch, like, two episodes at a time. And then I had to stop because I was getting so annoyed with everyone and just with Mm -hmm. the whole thing. Um, I think that this show could be better, but I really think that they need to kind of just tighten it up a little bit. And... Mm -hmm have everyone start at the same time please stop doing Mm -hmm. this i cannot stand it anymore um and i don't know i just i just think that it needed to be planned out a little bit more concretely in advance it didn't it just kind of seemed like they were just like let's throw these people in here and then we'll just like make shit up as we go yeah yeah that's definitely a valid complaint about it Mm -hmm. i don't know i do like that they took a risk because mm-hmm. we have been getting just, you know, the same shows over and over again. Pretty much. We're on, like, what, season 40 of Survivor, even though you love it. <laughs> and I gave up on it. <laughs> no, don't ever talk to me about Survivor. I will not stop talking about it. But, like, I, there are so many, like, knockoffs of Survivor. And yeah. so many knockoffs of Big Brother now. And yeah, so many definitely. knockoffs of Real Housewives and whatever. So I'm always glad when they and try something, something weird. different. I, um, this show reminded me a lot. Have you ever seen the show, Are You the One, on MTV? I think I've seen 
an episode or two, but I've never like actively mm-hmm. watched it. I I've seen a couple seasons. I don't really I haven't watched any of the recent ones, but it reminds me a lot of the show because very similar type of people. They're not forbidden from having sex or anything, but basically they take like 10 women and 10 men and I think they actually do had one season later on that was like bisexual. I don't know. I didn't watch that one, so I don't I can't speak to it. But the ones that I did watch, they brought them in and I guess they had like matchmakers make like find these other people, these people's like per- perfect matches and they had to figure out which one in the house was their perfect match. Um, and it's it's similar in a lot of ways. So if you liked that, I would recommend watching Are You the One? Um, speaking of MTV, changing gears slightly, <laughs> um, I discovered a couple months ago that they have MTV's Next on Pluto TV. Oh no. I ugh, I love Next. I watched like two episodes of it and I forgot how cruel everyone was yes. to everyone. Holy shit. They were so cool, but they're fully Francesca and Harry level most yes. of them. I loved Next. Oh, I'm going to have to watch that. I also did you ever watch Room Raiders on MTV? Uh-huh. I loved Room, Room Raiders. Raiders was so good. <laughs> it was so good. And all of the MTV stuff is great. Oh, yeah. I mean, Cribs, like, just think, if we had had a podcast slash radio show then. I know. We could have talked about Cribs every week. We could have talked about Next. We Next. could have talked about You're the One. Yeah, Pimp My Ride. Do you remember that show? Uh-huh. I loved that show. I thought I'm it was so boat cool. In your boat. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna put a hot tub in your <laughs> sedan. Like, oh, wow, that's what I wanted. <laughs> it's like... My Ford Explorer now now has a hot in the back. <laughs> That's exciting. And a Hemi. No. <laughs> it was so much, but man. Good MTV times. was really the progenitor of a lot of this. What would we Just... do without MTV? Where would we be as a society without MTV? Terrifying know, to think we about. we really did need our MTV. We really did. All right, so <laughs> do you have any more thoughts on Too Hot to Handle that you wanted to talk about today? Um, I wanted all of them to wear more sunscreen. Yeah. Because they kept getting so sunburnt that I was like, all these people are going to get skin cancer. They should have <laughs> had like, for a month. yeah, they should have had like a producer, like beyond suntan lotion duty and mm-hmm. like hounding everyone to make sure that they put suntan lotion on at the appropriate right? time. Mm-hmm. I know. I wonder how much footage they actually have because they were there for a month and we only got eight episodes. Yeah. Uh, I shudder to think of the things that we did not see. Oh, God. It was probably just mostly everybody, like, sleeping off all the alcohol. Yes. Yes. It's one thing I don't like about these shows is how drunk everybody gets. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly how it is on Are You the One, too. So, yeah, it's, it's like, it's disturbing to me. (laughs) Yeah, it just feels like, especially because, like, if you've seen any of the interviews with, like, uh, girls from The Bachelor and saying that they just kept getting handed wine after uh, wine after wine and it's just like yeah it feels it's, icky it's clearly like the producers are trying to get them drunk to start shit and it's cringy mm-hmm. cringy for sure and now that i know what all the producers look like rick kirkham from tiger king oh even more <laughs> disturbing yeah i understand now <laughs> <laughs> i get it i see why things are the way that they are Ugh. Um, yeah, no, that's all. That's yeah, all I have. I think that's all I have, too. I would be interested in a second season, but like I said, I think that they have some work to do. But, I mean, it was the first season, so you have to give them some, you know, leeway that things 
aren't going to always go as planned, and they probably had Mm -hmm. to have backup plans that they had to use. So I'd watch a second season to see what it's like for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, Do we have any superlatives this week? Um, The only one I can think of is the most annoying, and that is Harry and Francesca. Together. Together. Harry. Franeri. Franeri. Haircheska. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Haircheska. Enjoy yourselves. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, you can follow us at TV Literate on Instagram, Twitter. Facebook. uh, Facebook. Where else? Patreon. (laughs) Patreon. You can come and support us. Um, We haven't put out any patron-only content yet because we don't have any patrons yet. Yes, we need those. you could be the first. Yes, you could be the first. We do have, like, some plans in mind for Patreon, and I'm Mm -hmm. excited about them, so... Yeah, if you're interested, we would appreciate your support. We're still pretty new, so we would also appreciate you telling your friends, anybody who might be interested. Um, You can also send us any emails at tvliterate at gmail.com if you have anything to say. We would love to hear from you. But thank you guys so much for listening, and we will talk to you guys later. I am Megan. And I am Jillian. And we are TV Literate.